Welcome to Living a Better Life podcast with your host, Madeline Golick. This is a weekly podcast exploring a variety of topics on how you can live a better life, not just physically, but in all aspects of what it means to be human living in a modern world. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not replace professional or medical advice. This podcast is sponsored by Ecophysiotherapy, where their mission is to educate, empower, and rehabilitate you back to health. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. Welcome everybody back to the podcast. So today we are going to be talking about like the benefits of one-to-one coaching. Um, My guest today is Dr. Kaylee Alton. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I think this is an important, you know, topic to, to, to kind of dive into because, you know, a lot of people DIY, a lot of people kind of research into their own health, a lot of people mm-hmm. try to kind of handle things on their own first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're here to kind of talk about, well, where does like, where does the one-to-one coaching, like, why is that important? How can that be helpful? And uh, I guess maybe before we like dive into that, we should build some context. Okay. Um, so tell us about, tell us a little bit about you, your background, what you do. Great. Yeah. So, and thank you for having me again. Um, I'm a naturopathic doctor. I started out in practice um, eight plus years ago, probably in a similar model that everyone thinks of when they think of their naturopathic doctor. Um, You know, you go to the clinic, you have your consults, you go home, you have things you're supposed to be doing. Um, And I found that was great for, for, you know, a time and for what I knew, especially at the time, but more often than not now, um, I've seen that patients are really unaware that naturopathic medicine is multifactorial or a multifactorial approach to care. So that just means that we're going to incorporate, you know, how you're approaching food, how you actually eat, how you live your life in your day-to-day routines, habits, um, the mindset that goes into that. Plus, you know, what's going on with like your hormones, your brain, your gut health, all the different systems of your body. So there's ways to support all of those arms. And in reality, um, it's a lot for the patient to sometimes take on by themselves. So that's where the coaching comes into play. I have all the respect for people that love to DIY, Dr. Google, figure it out on their own um, because everyone's at their own place in their journey. And that's, that's perfect. I used to be that person as well. And then, you know, I went the deep dive and then became a naturopathic doctor, but um, yeah, so I've started to create uh, this program offering for people to kind of get the whole package, the high-end deal. Um, but I still also offer uh, ways for people who are interested in dipping their toes or getting somewhat into the DIY with support. Um, we have packages for them as well. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you talk about like, what is one-to-one coaching? Like what, what is, what is, the, what is that? Like if you had to define that for somebody, so like most people understand DIY, DIY is like, I'm going to do it myself, mm-hmm. you know, try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where, how is, okay. Maybe the better question is, is how is like one-to-one coaching kind of different and or the same as like you go into an naturopath's office, mm-hmm. you sit down, you do your session and then, you know, the person goes home. Yeah, totally. So let me tell you a bit about like what DIY is, what the doctoring relationship is, and then this coaching package. Perfect. Um, So DIY is do it yourself. You're going to learn something on your own terms, whether it's a course you're buying, something you're Googling or researching, and you're just going to take that information and apply it to you as you best see fit. Um, So that's great. You get to learn a lot. Uh, Often it's those self-motivated individuals or people who are a little bit unsure and just trying to figure it out people get overwhelmed, I find a little bit, but that's fine. A lot of people are into, into um, some aspect at least of DIY, which is great. Cause that takes, you know, you're showing you take initiative and you're figuring out what would work best for you. And at the end of the day, you know your body better than anyone. Um, but what it doesn't provide is that objective information piece. Dr. Google is not gonna reach out over the computer and, you know, physically assess your body or ask you questions that will give you a better readout of what's going on um, for you in your healthcare. Um, they are also not going to provide strategy, 
which comes into play when you end up working with a professional. So if you come into the office as a patient, our doctor patient relationship is fantastic for assessment, testing, diagnoses, and then strategy. That is what you're paying for. Um, you're coming in to go, okay, well, given this doctor's access to resources, so the testing and the diagnostic stuff, uh, you know, that's a big portion of it. Maybe also the prescription portion, you know, you get access to those things, but then you're also paying for their clinical experience and their expertise and the time they've spent either with lots of different people with similar concerns so that there's an overall pattern that gets to give you more information on what's going on or, um, you know, just their extra training that put together then goes about giving you a strategy. Okay, so now you need to go do X, Y, and Z. This will happen over a period of time to give us these results. And so what that doctor-patient relationship provides is um, that kind of conversation. So you get that strategy piece and then you have an idea of when to follow up or have um, an appointment to come back so that we can reassess or adjust or refine, I like to call it, um, based on the fact that you've been theoretically following through with everything um, in that interim. So that interim can be, you know, it's often two to three months. Um, and that's what the practice has been for me for the last eight plus years. However, there's two types of patients that I now work with in a plus one-on-one -on -one coaching model. And that is people who just really want someone to follow up with them. So it's weekly follow-ups around um, some, we you know, thankfully with technology these days, um, people A with COVID are now more, way more used to doing a lot of the technology um, to support their care. Um, so I use lots of different software that will be a place that we can securely, like based on our Canadian healthcare privacy laws, um, allow me to direct message with patients um, in the meantime, in the week. So I do a daily check-in with a note and we do a weekly um, biomarker tracking report. Um, and then we really have a follow-up call every other week because it's almost like seeing a therapist for your day-to-day -day life. Like how are you enacting these changes? Um, they're not drastic for everyone. A lot of it is just helping somebody pay more attention to what's going on in their day-to-day. -day. So where are their habits? Where do we want to maybe start learning how to shift those habits? Because a lot of what we ask patients to do in the doctor relationship is like, okay, now you go home and do these all these changes, which will almost look like 180 degree turnaround in what your lifestyle currently looks like, figure it out. And um, that high-end coaching relationship is bringing somebody through so that, you know, they can take it off their plate a little bit in their mind because somebody else is literally reaching into their life and, and bringing it through for them. So giving them the meal ideas or suggestions or just talking through like, okay, well, I know you don't love cooking, but what could it look like to make it a little more enjoyable? Like it has to be something people want to do. And a lot of it comes through in that, um, yeah, that coaching relationship uh, where people feel heard and literally like known in their day-to-day -day life. Yeah. People seem to really appreciate that. Well, I, I think, you know, a big challenge is like if you're being told to eat a certain way for a certain period of time and that's completely outside of your knowledge base, it can be really difficult to stick with it because, you know, like doing an autoimmune paleo diet. And I'm mm. like, okay, well, how do I do that? Mm. I was like, okay, well, I kind of understand lunch and I kind of understand dinner and I can kind of do those things, but I fall really, really short on mm. breakfast. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to eat yeah. here. Right. Yeah. And I don't have, you know, recipes or I don't have the resources, you know, I don't have the cookbooks. Mm -hmm. I don't have, you know, ideas of like, how can I put this together realistically? Like, what can I prepare the night before to make sure all my food is ready for like my work day? You know, mm -hmm. it's the implementation piece. It's the knowing, okay, like now you've given me this advice. What do I, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm sort of then like, I have the strategy now and I have some key points. So I know more than I did as a DIY, but there's still mm -hmm. that DIY component where it's like, now I got to figure out how to fit this into my life. Mm -hmm. And I find that when you're left for longer periods of time to do things on your own, mm -hmm. it's very easy for the mind to forget mm, about what it's doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the, yeah. I think the accountability piece, like the piece that's really going to get you better 
is mm-hmm. the sticking to the strategy, right? Is, is yep. sticking to the things you need to do. And that's so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's that saying, like, if you would have, if you could have done it alone, you would have done it already. Right. And um, yeah, there's uh, a beauty in somebody just generally meeting with you on this topic where you want to create change on a regular basis, because I, let me tell you, like our actual physiology is meant to be lazy and meant to be on autopilot. And so, you know, you're also dealing with other things in your life and in your mind and putting your efforts towards whether work, family, so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, having somebody available to just keep you on track is really what this big piece of accountability is about where at the end of the day, it's about traction. So it's not necessarily like, Oh, like, uh, like what are all the components, but it's then the follow through. Right. So yeah, you're right. People come through and they're like, okay, I can kind of figure out lunch and dinner. Cause you know, whether you're making it or buying it, um, you know, that's great for some, <laughs> for some reason, people struggle with breakfast and snacks. Um, and then where they also extremely struggle is with social environments and the weekend. So it's like, there's this mentality around taking a break from your health that what I prefer to walk my patients through and my clients in this coaching program is that, you know, if we want to do this and we try to do it within a six month, some patients take a year time frame where it can really accelerate results because, you know, for the average person coming in once every two months, roughly to work on their health. Yeah, for sure. They're going to change their life in the same similar or in a similar way in two to three years. Like you want to improve your thyroid health. Great. In two to three years, you'll be better. You want to improve your metabolism, lose weight, you know, get out of diabetes. You want to get rid of your bloating and your constipation changes, uh, you know, that acid reflux. Great. No problem. It takes the average person two to three years because of the learning curve, because of figuring it out on your own at home, not a problem. What we end up trying to do with this coaching is to accelerate that. So to go through, okay, if we do this regularly, we pay more attention to it in six months, where can we take your health to? Um, And a lot of that comes down to, you know, not making it unenjoyable because it always should be enjoyable. I certainly don't, I'm not a big advocate in practice for things like the autoimmune paleo diet. I think, you know, if you have autoimmunity, you know, there's going to be rationale for um, lower inflammatory food-based way of eating, which is great, but it's not necessarily about restriction or being so high into the um, like an elimination diet long-term. But it's just keeping those healthy ways of eating, the ways of approaching your lifestyle all throughout the week. So like seven days, even in social environments, like, and, and that provides the biggest traction I've seen in patients' lives where they're like, oh, now I'm, I'm actually seeing results. Um, and yeah, and if anything, it's just a great, it's almost like therapy for your lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, people make a lot of aha moments and I think they just don't realize how much of our lives are on autopilot and we just try to shift that. Um, certainly not all at once. Um, the power well, yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's the, you know, it's that continual bringing awareness too, right? Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't fix something you're not aware of. Right. And it's so, and, and, and we, we have, we have blind spots, you know what I mean? Like because of the autopilot, because we're busy, because, Mm-hmm. all of the things that go on in our life. Like we mm-hmm. have blind spots. We don't mm-hmm. always see the things that are the barriers to implementation or, you know, see how we could reframe something in our day to day that is more in alignment with our values and our goals, right? Like th- those, those are blind spots for a lot yeah. of people. Right. And actually those come into it so, so, so much to make it enjoyable. You have to, we relate it back to like, you know, what's your purpose? What's your vision? Where are you going? Why do you want this? Like, what's the hook? Like, you know, nobody, zero people want to just work hard for no reason. Um, and it is work, you know, it's thankfully a little bit easier when you have somebody like handholding you and feeding you things and delivering things like the supplements and the food sometimes even to your door. Cause we do participate in, you know, getting some of those meal services out so that you can just experience what it feels like to eat really well, you know, for three weeks and then go, okay, now I'm going to try to cook it and, you know, get inspired by some of those pieces. Um, but yeah, I will also say that there's like the body is huge and gigantic and ever changing. And also something that, you know, even in science, we're still learning a ton about, even though the body has been around for forever and we've dissected it into oblivion. We're still discovering things, um, which I find hilarious, especially in anatomy, which you think is like, 
the one area we should have conquered already. Um, anywho, that just means that there's a lot to cover and it's not going to be dumped all in one day because that wouldn't work. <laughs> so, you know, in piecemeal, like step-by-step, -step, small bites, we're making small changes. It's a real win-win support system. Like it's not to give you a whole list of things you have to do and change and then make you feel like a failure. It's encouraging you along the way, whatever works for you. Like, you know, it's, for me, it's not about like eat a specific way. It's like, okay, you love Japanese food or you love the style of Mediterranean diet food. Like we're going to work within that. If you, you know, are a morning person or not, or you love sleeping in late, like all of that kind of stuff plays into it. Cause it's what's going to work best for you um, to keep you to a certain parameter of like what good health looks like and what you want to achieve. So, yeah. And I imagine that, you know, certainly in, in the beginning, right. You know, kind of working within your current setup to make a few changes. And once you start to see results, you know, the willingness to like take those changes a little further mm -hmm. is going to be there. Right. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, it kind of, you, like, you're right. You're building traction and momentum as you go. But if mm -hmm. I'm like, you must change it all right now, you're mm -hmm. going to go, ah, right. Yeah. And like, and yeah. then it's not going to happen. Right. So, yeah. so it makes sense that you would, you know, kind of first start off with like adjusting to people's current schedules and like right. current things and making, mm -hmm. you know, tweaks here and there. And then mm -hmm. like, as they do really well with that, okay, let's, mm -hmm. you know, like, let's take it to the next level and like to the next level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really also came about because I started my career. So I, I used to be a student at the University of Toronto. I um, then got an opportunity to work for the Faculty of Medicine. And in that was doing research in medicine, like stem cell development, um, research for stroke recovery. I got to participate in some of the medical school programming. I was really being primed and geared towards what our conventional system does regularly. And had my own health journey, found naturopathic medicine, changed my life, great. But then in my practice was really convinced that we do need to bridge this gap between what's currently going on and being available to us in our conventional system. So in Ontario, no, we call it OHIP. And um, it's fantastic. Like I appreciate so much that we have this, you know, yeah, it's not perfect, bent towards universal healthcare. Um, what they do fantastically though is acute care. So if you have something, you know, you're bleeding out, you're dying, you broke a bone, you have structural problems, like they're great. They're fantastic diagnosticians because that's what they have access to, right? Like they have all the expensive um, testing software, MRI machines, things like that. And they see thousands of patients just to do that one task, which is like, okay, you probably have X, Y, or Z. And, uh, but then there's this huge gap between okay, well, what about the person that now has a chronic concern has been dealing with them for years? Um, and, you know, those patients feel it um, really in seeing different, you know, there's a doctor for every single part of the body, um, like as minutia as like the small, like side, left side of your pinky finger sometimes, like it is really disjointed and there's not a lot of explanation in what's going on and why it happened to you. And then, you know, there is zero in okay, well, we expect you to do this for this period of time and we'd see these results. And, you know, no judgment there, but that's the pain point that now we have an opportunity to step into. And so my career has really been around bridging that gap because I understand the conventional system. I still work with a bunch of different specialists and physicians, um, primarily to provide their care for their patients to come through completely to resolve. So, um, you know, then it gets into some of these chronic and complex cases, not everyone's chronic and complex, but, uh, you know, brain injury, um, diabetes is big, uh, but gut health, 1000%. I have two different gastroenterologists that refer to me because what they do quite literally is structural, which is fantastic. It's what good for is, ruling out the big, bad and ugly, right? Like we want to make yeah. sure that there isn't actually something structural, but I mm -hmm. agree with you. Like, similarly with, cause I deal with chronic pain, right? So, mm -hmm. so, or I shouldn't say chronic, but I should say persisting pain. Mm -hmm. And so what tends to happen is all the tests come back normal, right? Yes. You know, from a structural <laughs> perspective, yes. yet this person is like, yes. but I'm not okay. Yeah, exactly. And so there seems, so that's the chasm yes. that, you know, it's like, well, we'll try X, Y, or Z mm -hmm. and to deal with the symptom, right? Yeah. Which mm -hmm. 
you know, may or may not work or creates other issues mm-hmm. or doesn't take into consideration all of the things for the long term, right? Because mm-hmm. you're saying, well, what's the long term? Like, if I'm going to be on this medication for how long? And like, exactly. what, I, what what is the expected result? And like, yeah. how is this going to improve my quality mm-hmm. of life? And so, yeah, you're right that there is this 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 gap from, okay, we've ruled everything out, which is great, now yeah, what? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And that's what where the pain point is for most people. It's like, now what do I do? Where do mm-hmm. I go? Mm-hmm. You know, I've been to this specialist and this specialist and this specialist, and nobody's finding anything wrong yet. Mm-hmm. Here I am not in struggling. my optimal. Yeah. Yeah. Struggling. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of patients want to know why this happened to them. Like what's going on. They also want to know how long they're going to be on that drug or treatment. Usually it's a drug when they're talking to their conventional provider. And then they also want to know, um, yeah, like what can be done to feel better because the drugs usually get people to feeling like, meh, okay, I'm not in an acute scenario anymore, which is great. We don't want people, you know, I like, like, I don't might make fun of it, but I'm like, you don't want people like feeling like they're dying or there is like a huge um, in, impending concern with their health. But, but then they usually only get to like feeling like, I don't know, so-so, you know, like 50% better and and then what? And then they're left there almost. Yeah. It feels yeah. like a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's when they come out and look for what we can be doing. And so that's where these strategies with naturopathic care are available to them. So there's that DIY angle, which for sure, like, but you know, you'd have to be a pretty, like you'd, you'd almost have to become your own doctor to be that fan, like that version of a DIYer where you, you only use DIY to get better eventually. And even for myself, I'm a naturopathic doctor. I see a naturopathic doctor because that objective accountability partner is so needed in any type of success. So, you know, we have that in every other type of therapy, which is great. Um, This one is about your lifestyle and how you are using food as medicine, your thoughts as medicine, your literally movement and how you're timing everything in your day, like things you might not think about as medicine, apart from just the like, okay, here's your diagnosis strategy. And then like, take this supplement, herb, whatever the treatment might be on top of it. But yeah, there's uh, these I don't know, processes, ways, programs, I call them as uh, opportunities for you to get better wherever you're at in, in the journey. Right. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, cause you kind of like mentioned, you know, a few of those. Um, so I'm curious about like, you know, what are some of the like typical pillars, like when you're working with a complex case mm. um, and you're working, you know, coaching, like, are there some like common yeah. Areas that you're like, okay, here are like, here are main things that we need to look at and address to some extent. Yes, for sure. So I will say that anyone can work in either of these programs, like the DIY, the group, the just one-on-one in the doctor, or this one-on-one coaching program, which I actually will say is, I call it the six systems, um, make care method. So there's just a funny name to it, but it's really walking somebody through six different systems of their body. So we go through each system of your body and assess it, see what's going on in it. Is there any deficiencies? Is there anything structurally wrong, functionally wrong? And then are able to go, okay, well, what's your primary concern right now? Let's start there. But more often than not, once you start working on that aspect of health, other systems will come into play. So to make it less vague, I'll be super specific. I have patients come through um, my six systems program that are, um, you know, quite functional in their day to day, but really have bad digestive issues. So, um, constant acid reflux or painful bloating or embarrassing smelly gas. And, you know, it's been something they've been dealing with for a while. And they're like, that is their pain point where they're like, now I'd like to make some change around it. And, um, they might step into the six systems program where, okay, we're going to start there go through gut health completely. It usually involves so many different aspects, multifunctional angles of your body to treat and walk you through healing in the gut, which is great. But inevitably, as we're doing that, we'll learn more about your thyroid hormone and how that's impacting that, your stress hormones, how your female hormones are pay- playing into it, or your male, or female reproductive hormones are playing into it. Um, you know, your sleep patterns, you know, the other systems of your body will become a part of that goal in treating the gut. And the benefit of that is then that each aspect of your body is assessed and taken care of as far as like, okay, we have actual 
biomarkers, pillars, stages that we'd like each system to get to, you know, where I call it being in your A game. Not everybody lives in their A game all the time. And that's like in sport, you know, that's a reality for anyone. Um, but we do get to a place where we get to be in our A game for a time. Um, and what that does is it allows your body to heal and then create a lot of margin or capacity for you to then go on into another season of life that's not in your A-game, you know, where shit's hitting the fan, where life's giving you, you know, some lemons or works really intense or, you know, some unfortunate events have happened because that's reality, but your body is built up now to be resilient through that. Mm, um, like a buffer zone, like building yeah, a buffer, basically. Totally. Yeah. I call, yeah. Building margin in your life. So it's like intentionally providing you the opportunity to fall apart without falling apart. Um, or the opportunity to be challenged with falling apart without falling apart. Um, so yeah, I'll say that people who end up in the program, they're so vast from different walks of life. Either, you know, I have people who've gone through whole careers and not really paid attention to their health and worked into these high and stress, high stressful environments. They're like, you know, 45, 50, 55 plus taking some pause now to be like, Hey, my body isn't where I want it to be. I want to do something about this. But I'd say the majority of my patients are around that 25 to 35 mark where they have problems now that are not like, why are they, there's quote unquote in the younger bracket, why are they suffering so much? What's going on? And in either camp, doesn't matter. Um, the beauty of it is you get to learn a lot about your body, how health works in your body, what your body's symptoms look like, why they're there. And then, yeah. Uh, take that with you for life. So it's not something you need to be like in this high accountability program long-term. The goal is to give you a ton of tools and resources so that you know how to handle and manage your health. Um, and then there are people that come in that are more uh, chronic complex illness patients. So when you, you know, I have people who go to the ER like four to five times and they, you know, are in pain, they feel like broken, bruised, like swell, swollen in their head, like all these things. And yet they'll still get sent home being like, you're fine. I'm like, oh my word, you had encephalitis five times this past fall. And the doc was like, you're fine, go home. Um, Cause you know, maybe the swelling went down, but in that moment of like, I just find that in incredible. That patient will come in and then we'll work on saying like, okay, you may or may not um, want to go through each system of your body and help it heal. But this is the way that it's all that you're gonna need to get to, to being better. And usually that's because there's an underlying infection that we need to rule out, um, which takes time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of this is, you know, also habit changing, right? Like being teaching, you know, changing habits is like, is, is hard. Like, <laughs> like it's like, why is it so hard? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, whether, whether or not you're that, I've been to the ER a bunch of times, I have this chronic infection, or I have these symptoms I've been dealing with for a while, or I just want to learn more about my body and make change, every single patient will go through habit change formation. So uh, you don't get a lot of that when you're working in one-on-one -on -one care, because there's no time in a one-on-one -on -one consult, or I guess we should differentiate between them, but there's no, there's no time when you're just seeing the doctor as needed on a two to three month basis in that one half hour, hour, whatever it is, consult to go, okay, let's re-examine re your whole life and see where your habits are and how they're impacting your health. I mean, you know, we try our best as naturopathic doctors, but I know that that's a big um, barrier to do it in that type of an environment. Um, and habits are huge. That's what we want. We actually just want to take the ones you have and make them work for you. Mm. Um, because your body is again, built to be lazy or, and, or on autopilot. So let's work with that and just make those habits easy. So that health is actually becoming a lot easier, um, with time, you know, and, uh, there's a lot of research into it. So I love that, that it's not just a guessing game, but there's a lot of neuropsychotherapy and neurophysiology that, uh, describes that you can just re change your habits and habits are a funny thing. There's a often a cue, there's an initiator to like set that habit. Um, there's the routine or the ha the physical act of the habit. And then there's the reward, which is why you do the habit and whether or not you know about it or not, like those are the three pieces that make up quote unquote a habit. Um, and the easiest example for every single person is coffee in the morning. So if you think about when you wake up in the morning, I mean, that natural aspect of like, what does it, what does you, excuse me, what does your day-to-day -day look like in revolving coffee? Like 
you can't do anything until you have that cup? Is it, you know, like the thing that gets you out of bed in the morning? Is it like a particular part of your team, like making sure your kids get out the door or that you get to work on time or that, you know, you're like, you're hitting this cue because you get this reward at the end of the day. And, you know, often with coffee, it's that direct hit of um, stimulating cortisol to give you hyper focus and serotonin, but it plays really well into how can we understand habits and then they happen in everything. So yeah, in getting set up to eat and socializing and all of that. Um, yeah. And so understanding how they function is helpful because then you can change them and then, and then forget about them because then you want to be on autopilot with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, you know, one of, that's the beauty of, you know, cause I talked with my patients about, you know, when we're doing pelvic floor exercises, I'm like in the beginning, you know, we're going to have to think about it and we're going to have to focus and we're going to have to like create this like new habit around it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then Mm -hmm. eventually you've practiced it so much. It's, it's on autopilot. Like you can, you know, you can connect to your body and do the things Mm -hmm. that you sort of need to do. So it's, it's, you know, it's a little challenging in the beginning to do that habit formation. And I think that's a really great piece where the coaching piece comes in because it's like, okay, well, I didn't do it well today. Okay. Well, what were the barriers that didn't Hmm. allow you to do it well today? Okay. What can we, how can we set up a buffer zone around the habit change you want to make? How do we make that easier? Right. And so then getting that strategy, you're getting the implementation, but you're getting it happening at very closer intervals than what would happen if you just went in like one appointment here, two months later there. Um, There's a lot of time and space that is not necessarily being, you know, consistently moved through. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think the biggest takeaway I found in changing habits is um, using that reward piece. Like it's built into the physiology of creating a habit. So it almost makes it a little more fun, you know, like think about things that you'll get rewarded for by changing a habit. Um, And then another aspect of habit formation is failure is a big part of the success. So um, just how you were describing, you might not have hit it today, or you might have had a bad, you know, day or week, Um, not letting that derail you, because that's a big part of eventually finding the success for you. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's, it's not a linear, no. you know, <laughs> process. It's kind of like winds up and down. Sometimes yeah. it circles and loops and you're like, yeah. what is going on here? For, um, for sure. But yeah. having that kind of guidance to, to sort of work through that, it can be really, really helpful. Yeah. It kind of, yeah, it's exactly. And also I think it accelerates it. The guidance piece, the handholding accelerates it a little bit. Um, I'll say I'm Italian by nature. My mom was born in Italy, grow up grew up in the big family home environment of like food is a big part of like being social and loving and, you know, community environment and lots of people over for dinner regularly, bread, pasta, wine, cheese, um, big part of my life growing up and became a naturopathic doctor, which, you know, bread, pasta, wine, cheese was like a no, no, almost in a way where you're learning about how food impacts the body and inflammation and your immune system and so on and so forth. Um, and for me, it was, okay, I have this strong habit around literally the act of eating these foods because of the cultural aspect. I mean, for sure, I'm sure everyone loves bread, pasta, wine, cheese, but why do you love it? You know? And then it took me probably five years to unlock that just on my own trial and error approach. Um, but yeah, had I had somebody like giving me some of that guidance, like, oh my word. And now I still eat bread, pasta, wine, cheese. I love it. There's no way I'm giving that up, but I do it in a way that connects to my health. And that for me is the biggest win ever. Um, So yeah, that's really where I try to get patients to a point where they can live the life like that they want based on all those cultural connections, but in a way that works for their body to literally create that resilience factor where you get to shine, leave your impact on the world, reach for big things, take care of like the kids, family, like being a caregiver is a big part of people's lives, working really hard, building your career, having ambitions. You need your health to get into all those places. So that's my goal in life is to help people keep their health while reaching their success. So amazing. And, and this, this really sounds, um, like 
I'm going to bring in some terminology and you can, you kind of, I'll let you kind of maybe describe it, but like top down, bottom up approaching. Hmm, Right. Right. Yeah. In the way that we approach the body for sure. So, I mean, when I specifically think of my approach to gut health, it is top down from digestion starts in your mind. You know, obviously you still need to learn or remind yourself to chew your food, Um, like things that we can do to improve your gut health can be as basic as like going through, you know, the way you think about food, like when you make time to eat, chewing your food, and then how's your stomach functioning in that aspect of digestion, then how's your small intestine functioning, and then your large intestine. Um, And so the gut has that kind of quote unquote, top down approach. But whenever anybody is affecting their or going to invest in their health and say, I'd like to see change in X, Y, or Z area. The gut is where we start as well. So, you know, you want to have better hair. You feel like your hair is thinning, falling out, changing. We're going to start your gut. You want to improve your weight metabolism. We're going to start your gut. You want to improve your sleep. (laughs) We're probably going to start in your gut. Um, You know, there might be things that we jump into as placeholders to help you in those areas, but then we're going into the gut, making sure that system is profoundly built up uh, well, because it's, you eat every day, you assault it every day. We want to make sure that that is working well for you. You're absorbing the nutrients that eventually are going to feed the rest of your systems there. So we need it to be well-functioning. And so that's where it's kind of like that inside out um, approach of like, okay, there's the gut. Then um, we have a system. So the six systems, network really is um, built around this idea of like, okay, well, what are we going to walk through first? And I think the other aspect that patients love about it is getting direction. They know where they're going. That is often not available to you in those one-on-one consults. I mean, that is the biggest goal for us as naturopathic doctors is to be like, okay, we're going to get you to do this. You're going to expect this. Um, there's like a system of like where we're moving through. Um, but sometimes, you know, you run out of time or um, it's unclear and, and the relationship that you can form when you have somebody walking with you so closely week in and week out gives you this idea of like, okay, this is where we're going, why we're doing it and what you can expect. So quickly, the six systems approach that I have for this um, one-on-one coaching model that includes your naturopathic doctor care is to start with the gut, move through and reset your immune health. That's a big portion because I mentioned A lot of people have underlying chronic infections or infections, I should say, that impact their systems. When they go to the doctor and everything comes back fine, they're like, what? And it's usually there's an underlying infection, um, mold, Lyme, virus, something like that. Um, We go through their sex hormone health. So we make sure that, you know, there's enough fatty acids, nutrients, things that are going to help them build that up and using herbs often to support rebuilding that system. Then we move into, you know, your stress, energy, adrenal sleep health, like we really want to help restore and repair um, those brain cues quite often um, for um, the next phase, which is often to make sure that anxiety, mental health, mood are um, working well for you, stable, consistent. And we even tie in genetics. So a lot of patients will come in with their own like 23andMe results or other lab test providers that do genetics. And as naturopathic doctors, we can take that and plug them into reporting software to go, okay, this is where your genetics are falling and maybe contributing to whether or not you have been an anxious person your whole life or you know your um, hormones work in this type of way. And using that to make sure that we've covered our basis to say, okay, you know, Here's your gut, here's your immune system, your sex hormones, your stress and adrenal hormones, where your sleep is going to be hugely affected from um, your mood and mental health. And then at the final pillar, which really they all kind of play a little bit along the way, is we keep your mindset um, restored, where you get to sort of challenge the ceilings that you've put on without even knowing um, that you maybe this, like a lot of people think that the way they feel, especially if it's functional, like they can get up and do their job, they're feeling so-so, but whatever. They think that's their normal for life, you know, that they have to deal with painful bloating or embarrassing farts forever, or they have to deal with, you know, their sleep being so-so or, um, plus they're not usually tying in what can they challenge themselves with to achieve their purpose and or vision. Um, and we try to include that in this final pillar, the mindset health around, some of that neuropsychology where 
what kind of life could you be living and have you ever been challenged in that? And what would it look like if you had your health with you? Um, yeah, really reviving people again and giving them a sense of like joy. Cause that's, that's the big fun that I have with patients is having those deeper conversations for sure. Awesome. I wanted to ask, so you have, you know, so you have this like coaching one-on-one model, but you also mm-hmm. have, you also run a group program. Can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about, you know, that and why a group setting for that versus mm. like a one-to-one model. Mm-hmm. Um, so where does a group kind of thing fall? Cause you got like DIY mm-hmm. have, you know, one-to-one care as most people see it, you know, you go to right. the doctor, yep. you get a solution, you go to the doctor, yep. you get a solution. Yep. 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 you got coaching. And so let's talk about group. Yeah. Um, so it's meeting people where they're at. It's providing that ability for people to say, hey, you know what, I might not be ready to invest in um, what it means to work with you one-on-one, either in just the doctor-patient relationship or in this doctor-patient plus coaching relationship. So I do want to clarify, those are um, three pillars is the uh, courses that I offer where you can take online and just do your own thing. Um, You can meet with me in the clinic or virtually now and learn a bit more about what the assessments would look like and or strategies for your health. Or you can jump into this six-month doctor-patient relationship coaching program. But what I've seen people love and need is that connection with other people doing it too. So, you know, for some time now, I've looked at the different family physicians and specialists that I work with and been just an observer to be like, what's going on? Where can we make some changes to help patients to get better? And that's where a lot of these programs have come about And then the final piece has been like, okay, well, group medicine is actually now the frontier of of the future. So um, it's real easy to see with um, group education. So I have group learning programs, but I've also now started group treatment programs where people can get a map of what we're going to go through in their body to affect change in a period of time. So I have an anxiety, addressing anxiety biochemically program. So that just means you know, everybody comes to see me with some type of um, anxiety. I'm like, okay, you know what? You're going to probably be better suited to really get into this nitty gritty um, in this group program where it's just about anxiety. So it is a treatment model. Um, People sign confidentiality forms. Um, They understand that it's going to be a group learning about anxiety, how it works in your body, and then getting treatment that they will apply. And people actually use the technology. So this is where, um, you know, I think... I think it's really only available now, like versus, you know, back in the day, if we did it on paper and all that jazz, I think it'd be just really cumbersome, but people can use the technology to like securely type in and answer their assessment forms and ask their questions. And then we address them in group, they get their treatment, they understand what they should be doing. And then we just keep following up to make these small changes over time. So um, I've, I've worked on putting in group treatment programming. Um, so we have addressing anxiety biochemically. Um, we have a gut reset program for bloating, uh, smelly gas, constipation, diarrhea. We have a happy thyroid reboot program. And those are my biggest core treatment programs right now, because those are different systems of the body that people sometimes just want that hyper-focus on. Um, they still can see me one-on-one to make, maybe have a more in-depth conversation that they may not feel comfortable with in group, but um, they're able to not only get the treatment, but the understanding or the education that comes with it. So what's going on in the body, why this treatment's right for them, what they were supposed to expect from it. Like, and um, yeah, the frequency of those varies. The anxiety ones once a month for six months, um, thyroid similar because, you know, sometimes it takes longer to make some change and we use labs and tracking. And so that's why it's a treatment program because you actually need the doctor direction um, to maybe get testing and or treatment, um, directly. But then, uh, the gut one is, um, you know, six weeks cause we can see a huge shift in the gut quite quickly. Um, usually people go through two rounds of that, um, depending on their level of gut health. Um, and yeah, those are really successful for, I think, easing people into this approach of their health, which is, okay, they might've just been curious what naturopathic medicine is. They've never seen one, or they might've seen one once or twice when they're young because their mom brought them. But now they're ready to think about what could it look like if my life 
you know, a lot of people also come to see me because they're like, I don't want to take medication yet, but I might be getting it prescribed soon. Like, is there anything I can do? You know, I don't want to have my gallbladder moved. Is there anything I can do like surgeries, that kind of stuff? Maybe, maybe not, but here we can teach you what it would look like in your body if we can, you know, affect it now. And the group program is that, yeah, introductory, I don't know, introductory piece, I'd say, yeah, plus, 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 plus the group environment is actually way more successful for patients. Like I have lots of patients I see just in the one-on-one model, um, just in the doctor patient model, not in the coaching model for anxiety alone. Um, because maybe they're too scared to join the group at the beginning. Um, I'd say the group actually accelerates healing, um, by people sharing their stories together. Uh, they just, it just motivates people a lot more, um, inspires them. It uh, gives them a sense of like, oh yeah, other people are in this boat with me. And uh, we're yeah, so that together. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like y- y- it, it increases li- uh, the likelihood of accountability, mm-hmm. you know, because now you're like, what if they ask me what I've done this week? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want to make sure that, you know, I've, I've tried this and experienced it. So I have something you know, to, to share, but also knowing I'm not alone. Yeah. Um, you know, what's working for other people in terms of mm-hmm. implement, implementate, like that strategy yeah. piece, right? Like, yeah. how are you fitting it in? I, you have three kids. I have three kids. Yeah. Too. How are exactly. you doing it? Right. Exactly. Um, so it, it's also, you know, the, the community comes together mm-hmm. to lift you up and hold you there that can really move the needle forward, I think. Totally. Yeah. And actually create longer impact, uh, through the memories you create with other people. You know, I'd love to be everybody's friend and, you know, provide all of that, uh, ability to connect with them, but it's right. Like this is my life and the way it looks. And I, you know, I may reflect some of my patients, but a large portion of them, I don't. So it is a great opportunity when they can see themselves in other people and, Um, and just learn exactly um, through that actually intergenerational wisdom that comes from it because the age groups are quite vast. I mean, you know, I'd probably see 25 to 55 year olds, but, you know, get those types of people together in a group. And there's still tons you can learn um, just from each other in different places of Ontario and different, you know, yeah, stages of life, like all of that plays into it. So I actually think it's really cool and beautiful. And I love um, being able to facilitate that. Uh, So yeah. um, at the beginning, my patient base was a little scared, but now people love it. So yeah, I'm just, I mean, we're always kind of nervous, right. About what we don't know. Right. Like if you think about virtual care. Yeah. True. true, true. Pre COVID people were like, "Mm -mm." Oh, you, that can't work or that Mm -hmm. won't work. Or, you know, how would you do that? Like a lot of skepticism, but now, you know, we've had so much virtual doctor, virtual physio, virtual, and like a lot of us and, and like people are seeing that they're getting results that way. Right. And then they're like, you're telling me I don't have to drive 20 minutes to my appointment through traffic. Exactly. And then 20 minutes home. Yeah, exactly. Pay for parking in some cases. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's cool. Like we now are able to leverage technology to do like an eye exam over you know, the virtual platform to do a neurologic exam, which often involves the patient like moving and, you know, the doctor assessing, but it's all available now. Like um, there is software you can buy into to listen to the patient's heart just through their earbuds, um, you know, to listen to their lungs by walking them through it, like through this virtual platform. It's um, amazing so what, it we, is, yeah. what we can accomplish when we're put to the test, yeah. right? But all yeah, of that totally. was like not sort of not sort of accepted. And now, so I think, yeah. you know, I think group and community care, yes. I think is that next phase of mm-hmm. healthcare mm-hmm. that makes it affordable for people, mm-hmm. but also utilizes what we were neurologically wired for, Designed which for. is totally. social connection. Totally, totally, totally. I will say to almost anyone that asks what I do, um, as much as I am here to give everyone the tools so they can build resilience into their lives, I primarily treat loneliness. People are dying for connection. And you know, not for any particular negative reason, it's just naturally people are lonely and desiring connection. And um, how does that impact their life and their physiology is my area of, of you know, life. Um, 
or work in the world. And so, yeah, having this community piece. And now I've actually put community into every aspect. So you can be a DIYer and join our free Facebook group. You can be a treatment program person and be in that treatment group where you're going deeper with those humans. You can be um, a one-on-one patient and join our um, membership group, or you can be a high-end coaching patient, which includes all your doctor's stuff. Plus now we have the opportunity for those people to be in group together. So there's... Yeah, because of the rationale for group medicine, the, the healing that comes from just being with other humans, which, you know, I think was what people were scared with at the beginning. And they're like, I have a terrible diarrhea. I do not want to talk about that with other people. Yeah. Um, I'm like, well, you know what? You're not alone. A, B, I talk about it all the time out loud, regularly blunting people's embarrassment of using certain words. And I think the small, scary step to, you know, own those things that are happening in your body, maybe in a group setting. And, you know, everyone is very conscious of being confidential um, and you don't have to share anything you don't want to, but it, it is worth the benefit that comes from. Uh, it's, it's a breakthrough in and of itself. Being with other people. Yeah, totally. So I want to ask you, you know, where, where, you know, where can people find you? Where can people follow you? Where can people learn more about, the different stuff you're doing. Yeah, totally. Um, so my website is the best place to go and the, um, uh, brand make care, uh, sorry, the brand's called make care and the clinics make care health, but the website is make care.co. So make M A K E care, C A R E.co. And that's where you can learn about all of these different offerings. Um, you can also follow me on social. So on Instagram, I'm Dr. Kaylee ND, um, that's the easiest way to learn more because I love sharing educational information on Instagram. Um, the website's there as well. And yeah, I'd be happy for anyone to kind of reach out through social, ask questions um, and or find us in the clinic, in the virtual clinic in some capacity. Amazing. And we'll have all the links put in yeah. the show notes. So it makes it easy to like click and find what you're looking for. Yes, yes. Um, I want to thank you so much for joining me today to talk about this because I, I don't know that this is something that people kind of know about mm-hmm. and don't know that there are other ways and other options for uh, uh, for um, accessing care yeah. and, and health. And I think, you know, yeah. I think more than ever, we're seeing we need to really think about revolutionizing sort of the healthcare yeah the healthcare model. So, yeah, I think if COVID did anything, it kind of gave medicine a wake up call, um, you know, for so many reasons. So I'm happy to be playing my part in making it make sense for people wherever they're at and um, giving them options to um, get better, not just, you know, the typical one, one way model. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There's multiple different ways and for different seasons, like people will move through them over time, but uh, yeah, very happy to be uh, bringing this, more mainstream. Yeah. And yeah. So thank you so much. And of course, like we always want to thank our listeners and, Mm -hmm. you know, this is an important, um, I think this is an important podcast to share out. I think we need to start seeing that healthcare means so many different things and you have more Mm -hmm. options than you ever thought possible, especially in the virtual realm. So share the podcast out, make sure you're subscribed if you're not already subscribed and we'll be connecting with everybody on the next episode. So bye for now. Thank you for listening to Living a Better Life podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our show to stay up to date with our latest and greatest episodes. We would also love to hear your comments, suggestions, and reviews. Thanks again. Until the next episode. Bye for now.